G'day everyone and welcome. It is 2020 and the boys from On The Turnbuckle are back in your ears. Thanks for joining us for Season 3 of On The Turnbuckle. Tony Shebeki with you. Walsh and Lyle, g'day to you guys. Very good, day, Tony. Good to be back, guys. Uh, Great to be back, isn't it? Yeah, very Have good. Have you missed it the last four or five weeks? Nope. Oh. oh, I've missed it. Not yeah. you two. No, no I've yeah. missed Lyle. Yeah. I don't miss it at all. I yeah. didn't miss it at all. How was your Christmas, Lyle? That yeah, was very good. Very good. Time in Queensland or something with the yeah, kids? Yeah, uh, last weekend. Beautiful. I missed the... Uh, Go to Queensland for the theme parks with the during school holidays. Good thinking. Ah, uh, it was um, like paying extra queues, for your holidays. Yep. Queues. <laughs> ah, you get the fast pass. You get the fast oh, pass. Yeah. Like, yeah, my time is very valuable. So, my parents so. used to um, take us on holidays in like April, so that no other kids there. It was good. Yeah, mm. no, yeah. Was... things where I built my disdain of hanging around with other people from. Ah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, and you you also had a, had yeah, a, a bit trip of a holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did, I did. Um, I went to the land of the rising sun. Yeah, um, listen to a Cultures album. Oh, that's right. That's the house of the rising sun, and it's no, not Cultures. Cult no, <laughs> it's the animals, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't take you long, Tony. Um, <laughs> is those microphones? Are they? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're okay. I because you guys were fighting who was going to be in the hosting chair earlier. Wasn't that funny? Uh, I yeah. lost the fight. Yeah, but you, you unfortunately do, for the listeners, <laughs> you do look uh, very good in your uh, Bullet Club tracksuit. Does uh, Gino know you? You've got one. No, no, we keep that one quiet. Uh, we might have to edit that out later. Tony, write that down. Did you uh, steal that or? No, it was awarded to me. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> write this. Write this yeah, down. Um, edit edit that, out. that out. Anyway, the music of NATO <laughs> brought us in. Yes, um, he had a pretty good. Weekend at Wrestle Kingdom. He did all right. He did all right. He, uh, he won uh, both nights and both belts. Is it true that you got booed for cheering against him? Yes. Leader, leader of the uh, um, Jay White fan club over I, here. <laughs> night one at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I don't know if I've got the audio or not, but I was... Uh, I've got it. Here it is. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It's the audio doesn't do it justice. You've got to see the video as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to What doesn't that. do it justice is, yeah, you can hear all the guys in um, booing me for cheering Jay White. Um, but the at... Japanese people in the next bay, they look like they wanted to murder me. Well, you know, um, they had been waiting a fair few years for... Six, yeah, Naito to finally... Be coronated, yes. and um, yeah, well, she just thought he'd be the switchblade king, and uh, yeah, I was it... wearing a Jay White T-shirt. I felt like oh, I Lord. I had to follow through. Yeah, and as the match went on, I mean, I never thought he would win, but then I started second guessing myself, thinking if Jay White wins this match, yeah, I'm go. gonna have to follow through with this. <laughs> You'd be the only one standing. Sixty thousand There was a guy behind me. Oh, you had a friend. Yeah, there was one. You heard it in the. There was one guy behind yeah. me. Yeah, I think oh, there was okay. four of us in the whole stadium cheering <laughs> for Jay White, and that includes Jay White. Is yeah, that, is that the longest storyline in the history of storylines for NATO? Um, to take uh, the title, pretty yeah, common think, for New yeah. Japan. It was um, <laughs> it was actually really good, and uh, yeah, a little bit emotional in the second night, and that was very short lived because well, you know, a heel came out and ruined the. The ceremony, we didn't get the, the roll call of all his stable mates and stuff. And yeah, while she, 
He enjoyed the Kenta attack. More about New Japan wrestling later in our second half when we'll also be joined by Joel Bateman as we talk about something special this weekend happening uh, at the Melbourne Ballpark where uh, MCW and a whole lot of wrestlers are going to be wrestling for relief for the Bushfire Appeal in conjunction with the Melbourne Aces and uh, F45 in Hoppers Crossing and Point Cook and the like. There's going to be a massive effort put on which is going to go for ages. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. But let's uh, have a chat to our first guest for 2020, Walshie. Yes, we have a big first guest. He is a PCW wrestling star. And he may have been on a reality show as well. Well, not he may have been, he was. The runner-up of Love Island. Yeah. We know him as Charlie Matthews. I know him as Matt Zukowski. And he joins us on the line now. G'day, Matt. Charlie, whoever you are, how are you, mate? So joining us on the line is Matt or Charlie or God knows what we call him. Charlie Matthews, it's a wrestling podcast. Well, no, it's, but it's Matthew Zukowski who was on Love Island. What do we call you, mate? Uh, mate, it, does, it depends who it is talking to me. Who do you want to talk to me as, Matthew or Charlie? They're completely different people, if you ask me. All right. <laughs> All right, well, we'll remember that as we go along. Uh, first of all, mate, thanks for thanks for joining us. Really do appreciate it. That's right, mate. Thanks for having me. I've got to admit, I was talking to my sister who hates wrestling before I came into the studio, and uh, I told her that you were coming on. And I don't think she even watches Love Island, but she said, "Is he is he fought against the guy from Survivor yet?" So, <laughs> my first question is, what um, kind of new eyes do you think? going on shows like Love Island and like Survivor, what do you think that achieves for the local industry? Um, well, I think it opens a lot of eyes to the industry. Like, I mean, think about Love Island, for instance. I came off with this massive following on my social media. Like, my social media blew up with people, and they obviously know me as the model slash wrestler. So I think it brings, yeah, a lot of eyes onto the like our products that we're doing and well, onto us. There was one set of eyes that I'm interested to know if you got to a wrestling match, and that's Cartier. I think she wanted you to go to church with her. Now, is there any chance that she actually has come to a wrestling show? Uh, well, you may as well get it over. Yeah, she broke up with me, so I don't think she'll be coming to any of my shows oh, too, too soon. Yeah, uh, but well, um, I'll try. I'm going to try to get her to one show. Most yeah. most of the women break up with you. Is it true that the longest Sorry? relationship you had was with your pillow? <laughs> yeah, my pillow, Laura. She um. But she was good though. She didn't. Her head didn't turn for anyone else when any of the bombs walked in. So she was pretty loyal to me. Um, it was hard to say goodbye to her. Very hard from the last night. That sounds like Definitely a house no gimmick. <laughs> My pillow, Laura. And I was dating the palm tree for a bit as well, Emma. Yes, we saw you uh, practicing your uh, tongue kissing with the palm tree. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, don't don't remind me. I have to, I've, I had to relive that down. I've had it sent to me a couple of times by a couple of mates. It's just pretty embarrassing when you think <laughs> when I think about it. You Matt, you're an intriguing character, and I, and I'll say that. And and it, so you play a wrestling character, Charlie. You play yeah. Matt in Love Island, which I presume yeah. isn't entirely you, because a lot of that reality show stuff isn't entirely the person that you see. There's a, there's a fair bit there as as well. Does it get confusing to you as to who you really are? Um, yeah, no, look, Matthew on the show, I've got to admit, like, I know people say the editing and all that, but, like, I they did portray me, like, pretty well to who I am. Oh, except, good. No, I mean, there's always going to be their little storylines that they run with, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, they, they saw early on that I was the uh, 
the emotional guy who was like trapped in that relationship with Vanessa. So they ran with that story. Do you know what I mean? They didn't yeah. show me in any other light but that light, if you know what I mean. So like a lot of it is like me, but it's a different, like just one like angle of me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yep. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. So like definitely it's easy to be like Charlie is, when I play Charlie as a, uh, as a heel, it's, it's very, it's quite, comes to me quite easy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I do channel a lot of my, uh, yeah, a lot of my inner, you know, what do you call it? You know, you know thoughts and that. <laughs> and how long, yeah. how long have you been wrestling now? Oh, good question. Um, August, I think I started training August two years, so 2018. And then, oh, no, no, 2017. And then I was on a show uh, at the start of 2018. So I think I trained for like four months before I was had my first match. And it's quick. Yeah, the good-looking blokes yeah. always get yeah. straight on. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> <Straight. laughs> me straight on. <laughs> no, no, I, I trained every – so we trained four nights a week down at PCW. So I um, I was there like every night. So I, I definitely trained hard to get on the show. I didn't – yeah, I wanted it. So they could see that, I think. And what was your – what was the story behind getting into wrestling? How did you find the school and, you know, you grow up as a wrestling fan like the rest of us? Oh, man, a massive wrestling fan. I'm, I'm, I still remember the moment I fell in love with it. I was um, – of all people, I was watching uh, Scott Steiner cut a promo on WCW. He had, like, the chain thing on his head and all that. And I was like, yeah, I'll, this is what I want to watch now. And I, so I loved it ever since I was, like, four. And then just, like, you know how you grow out of it at a certain age during high school? And, like, it comes, like, not the cool thing to watch. So I grew out of it. But then a couple of mates, we used to, um, we used to go out. And when we – after we'd go out, we'd go to the local um, – was with the bab shop and we'd all start doing wrestling moves on each other and then I was like hang on I might start watching this so I started watching it got back into it and all my mates did and then um we just decided to go to the local show PCW and I um I saw like the academy thing pop up and I was like you know what I might give this a go and then that's it I went to try out a week later and being a model you've always looked fairly physically fit I assume was the uh the physical aspect of wrestling a tough thing for you initially um well, look, it's completely, it is, yeah, like staying fit is a thing, but in modeling, I wasn't allowed, I'm not allowed to put on any size. I still have to, I have to stay slim. So mm. I've um, definitely adapted to that and I've been trying to put on more size for wrestling, but then I have to find the fine lines so I still get modeling jobs and don't get too big. Because obviously fashion, modeling, they are, uh, you have to be skinny. So, yeah, yeah I'm not, like, naturally, I've got a broad, and like built, so like it's hard for me then to like find that balance. Yeah. And the Charlie Matthews character, you said it's not a big stretch for you to play uh, to play him. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was trying to get dirt on you today, everyone was just saying how nice you are. So that could be a lie. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I might have asked yeah, the wrong no. people, did I? Uh, no, no. I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite an easygoing guy, but I guess like yeah, everyone everyone has that little bit of a. Uh, that little bit of to be out of my reckon, don't they? A little bit of yeah. I mean, I definitely do. You definitely yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> a little bit of that mean streak through them, yeah. But you've done. Um, I've seen a few things that you've done in the last twelve months that have been um, have been pretty memorable. One of them that comes to mind is uh, the ladder match where you were videoing yourself climbing the ladder. And yeah, um, uh, yeah. Do you want to walk then us through I went- that? Uh, yeah, so 
uh, it was the Money in the Bank ladder match at PCW Energy. And um, I think, oh, what if, uh, if I remember correctly, I'd taken everyone out, had an eye, and like Sid was hanging hanging by his leg, Sid Parker. Yeah. And I, um, uh, the ref had my phone, so I went and got the phone off the ref, and I um, turned it on to selfie cam, and um, I filmed myself walking up the ladder, obviously taking my time. You know how pro wrestlers climb ladders, we take our time. So I was taking my time up there. Take bathing in all my glory as I walked up, and then I, um, yeah, did he like did a sit up and swung up and spat mist in my face? And how good was the um, didn't realize afterwards, but straight off like the camera angle that I had, I held it perfectly the whole time as I felt. Well done, so I'm pretty chuffed at that. Yeah. <laughs> no, mod- no monitors or anything, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, no, I know because I wasn't ready for that, I didn't even know I still had it on me. Like, I've obviously <laughs> fallen to take the bump. <laughs> and I, afterwards, I watched it back, and I was like, "Shit, not too bad." Yeah, yeah. done extremely well, mate. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Matt, just back to Love Island, if we can. I'm assuming that you're a, a boobs man because you seem to have some sort of obsession with sand boobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did that did that come out in the show that I'm a? Uh, yeah, man? yes, it did. It, it definitely did. <laughs> and look, and, and I'm going to be honest. I was actually asked by these guys to be our Love Island correspondent, so I had to watch a fair bit of it. And I've only really yeah. been watching shit TV for the last couple of years. And this yeah, just had something true. about it. No, I, definitely yeah, t- I did. could definitely tell you were a boobs man. Yeah, no, 100% a boobs man. Um, I'm, like, I'm actually one of the only ones I know, to be honest. All my other mates, everyone I speak to are all um, arsing. Yeah, no, you're a man close guy. to my heart. Oh, you're a, you're a boobs man yeah. as well, are you? Yeah, but I've even grown my own just to do <laughs> the same sort of thing. <laughs> Just to, yeah, fuck. So yeah, I definitely am. Like, I think that's as well. Growing up, with, like in the like in the roots, like the attitude era with all the girls, all the massive. Uh, yeah. Don't think that that was. Oh, can I say that? You don't want to get cancelled. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I don't. Yeah. Right, it's, yeah it's no, a... Obviously, that left an impression on me. Seeing all that. Obviously, my uh, my dream girl is Nikki Bella. Yeah. Yes, and speaking, so, we want to we want to try and bring this back to wrestling. I know Tony can get carried away. Um, yeah, yep, go uh, on for yeah, so talk to Charlie now. I want to talk to Charlie uh, about um, a show that's coming up, which is Grand Slam 2. Uh, yeah, big one. Backing up on the last Grand Slam, which had 2,000, more than 2,000 people. Is it 300? 300? I think sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah, that right. sounds about right. You'd know better than that's, me. I think, yeah, I think it was about that much, yeah. Um, is is the buzz around training and around um, PCW? Is it starting to build, leading towards that show? Yeah, definitely. Um, you can see like all the posters have gone up now and all that, and like definitely. Every I went there the other day to um, discuss like what my role will be on the show and that, and like you can definitely see the numbers at training are pissing up and all that. Obviously, because the Royal Rumble match, like everyone wants to definitely get booked in that. So you can tell everyone's like coming to training. They're all training hard and they're all working to get on that show. Uh, I think we want to try to get it to try beat the beat the attendance record for last year. Pretty sure we're going to try aim to beat that. Which will be, ma- it'll be a massive effort, yeah. and um, I, I definitely you'd be stupid to bet against you guys doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think it's possible. Like, it's just, like I think the, the amount of talent we have down there, it's just to come. It's silly not to come watch it. To be honest. I know that you had a celebrity in the audience a couple oh, in December. Uh, G Flip was in the audience. Um, yeah. So, how, um, how did that come about? Who's G Flip? She's a very uh, talented Australian musician. Okay. 
she's on. Yeah, she's um. So me and Jake took. I was at the Arias a couple of months, well, a month or two before that, and um, I was walking out, and she um, her mum came chasing down and was like, <laughs> oh, and she was like, oh my um, my daughter's a huge fan of you. She's a fan of the show. Huge fan of you. Um, she might you might know her. It's G Flip, and obviously. You know, the Irish bit of drinking. I was like, who? I was like, who? who? And then she's like, G Flip. And I was like, I thought you, I honestly thought she was talking about a rapper. Like, I was totally just wanked out. And I was like, who? And then she named G Flip's like number one song. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I love her. I was like, she's like, I love her songs. And then I met her. We get we got talking and she told me that she, um, she loved wrestling. So, uh, she invited me to one of her shows, like, took me backstage and all that, met everyone. And then I was like, well, I'll get you tickets to my, my upcoming wrestling show. So she came. She loved it. She was getting right into Maddie Wahlberg. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, she was, yeah. You know you're halfway there when mum comes and chases you down for her daughter. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I was, um, yeah, I, I, I thought maybe like I could have a chat with intent for G-Flip, but I realised I was uh, barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the target demographic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, so she's um she's really cool. We're good friends now. I'm gonna try to get her to Grand Slam as well. Maybe she could uh, sing a song at the start of the show. That'd be, uh, oh, <laughs> be a cool. nice little touch. I yeah. might get her as my uh, my valet, maybe. Yes. Yes. Entrance. <laughs> entrance. Yeah, get it. WWE style entrance. Yeah, get her to sing my song as I come out. Now uh, that'd be pretty cool. Now, Matt, you you seem to be a fairly sensitive sort of guy and unable to really deal with criticism. I think that was probably one of the other things that I got out of the show as well. You're sort of the bloke that can dish it out, but uh, you don't like hearing some truth sometimes. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I can admit that. I don't even like hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can, take, I can take criticism. I don't like it when I... Um, I think oh, there's a fine line that if someone like gets too much, then I'll be like, yeah, um, that's enough sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I can definitely dish it, yeah. I'm just thinking that's just a, a character trait that probably doesn't suit a wrestler that much with the amount of uh, abuse that you can cop every now and then from outside the ring. <laughs> I actually I actually enjoy it sometimes, the, the, the stuff they give me from outside the ring. Um, some of the ones I've gotten are so ridiculous that I'm just like, oh, geez, you're kidding. <laughs> do, you get a lot of, do you get a lot of pretty boy stuff and all that sort of... Yeah, well, lines? no. I, I sometimes get people telling me I'm ugly. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> just... They used to try to tell me that as well. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're just like, what do you want to be? <laughs> um, we... One of my favorite promos last year was when you were breaking the news to Nate Cross that um, your tag team was over. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that one back, actually. Is it, is it good? It popped yeah, up today. It's really funny. Um, is it? Yeah. Yeah, if those who I haven't seen it, um, it's like a breakup. <laughs> and then when you're on, Love, then when you're on Love Island, he did a follow up video where he was eating ice cream in bed while crying. Yeah, I heard something about that. I I haven't seen that one either. Uh, did he? I heard that and did he do a couple, or I think he did one on the show or something. I don't. I've heard about that. So you really took that breakup seriously. You cut all ties with him. Yeah, I, <laughs> won't watch well, I his videos. I won't watch his videos, haven't spoken to him since. I mean, <laughs> yeah, boxing on social. No, I love Nate. No, he's, um, I might have to go back and watch them. I should have watched them when I got out, but I haven't, obviously, so much going on on my phone that I didn't have a chance to. Now, yeah. you, now you brought up uh, Wahlberg a little bit earlier. Uh, he's a 
a friend of ours at the show here. What was it like mm. getting in the in the ring with him and going up against him verbally? Um, he yeah. So verbally, he's yeah, he's really good at it, isn't he? I um, the I saw his uh, promo. His you know his promo he did on me when I was in the villa. We um, saw it. Yes. Calling me out. Yeah, no, I, that was the that was the first thing. So I hadn't had my phone for seven months, that like seven weeks, and the first thing that popped up on my phone was that promo. That was the first <laughs> notification I got. Wow! And I was like, I remember I was standing there, haven't had it for seven, haven't had it for seven weeks, didn't even know what was going on on the outside world. I looked at this promo, I clicked on it, and it's like Matty Wahlberg, full paying out on me, and I was like, geez, what's going on? What what have I missed? So. I watched that, but um, I luckily I didn't get to well, unluckily or lucky, I didn't get to hop in the ring and get on the mic against him because um, he definitely can spit some fire. Yeah, my mates, um, my mate said I was lucky that I didn't get on the get on the mic against him. Yeah, he's, he pretty, shown me. he's pretty good at that. Um, he is. Yeah, he, he got some good heat down at PCW, which is good. Like, it's a good crowd for that where the heels do actually get heat. I find. Yeah. He had um he had a couple he um. During the match, he actually um, he did a move to me. I can't remember what the move was, but then he yelled out to the audience. Um, this actually actually did tick me off. I told him that afterwards. He said something like, he brought Cartier into it. And he's like, oh, Cartier told me to do it. And I remember like, I think I started calling him a prick. And I think I kicked out at one after he <laughs> after <he'd> moved. <laughs> I was like, you prick. And then he kicked out. I was like, no, nah, don't bring her into it. <laughs> Yeah, I apologise for bringing you in earlier. Then, lucky you still talk to us for the next twenty minutes or so. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, one thing that I was really impressed about was your ability to remember numbers and your ability to know how many shirts that you have, button-up shirts, particularly, and also your ability yeah. to remember how many sexual parts. Tony, that no, you've moving had. on. Tony, um, <laughs> I can't. I'm not getting yeah, this cancelled. I've had yeah, I've had a lot of heat for that actually since coming out. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's the first show of the year, Tony. Yeah, I know. Well, um, so that man, brother. But following following the Matty Warburg match, there was a a pretty terrible article <laughs> in the Daily Mail where the person who wrote it's got no idea what wrestling is. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts when you read that? Oh man, I I I I never buy into Daily Mail articles ever. I don't I. I read it and I just had a little giggle with myself. Didn't they say something like Owen had open hand punched him or something? I can't um, remember exactly. But yeah, just, I think yeah, I think they suggested the match may have been predetermined, as if that was news to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> as if they were bring pulling back the curtain. They just broke kayfabe, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Daily Mail did it. Um. Now I've been told with now, good authority that you um, are not a fan of uh, Sid Parker's rats. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, I have a phobia of rats. So uh, yeah, backstage he keeps them in a yeah. <laughs> whenever him or Erica come near me with those rats, I'm I'm definitely in the, on the other side of the room. They um, I remember one time he uh, he came out one time and he. Uh, he was walking over to me. I think I was on the outside of the ring and he said something to me like, um, I'm not going to stop or something. And I was like, what? And he keeps walking towards me with the rat. So I think I was genuinely running around the ring away from him chasing me with the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anything. To... Oh, he put the rat on me after a match. Do you remember oh. that? 
Yeah, and I had to, I was failing because I had eaten all their finishes, and then I was laying there, and he put the rat on me, and I had to like still sell it. And I, oh, that oh. Was, oh, that gives me that gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Oh, shivers. I'm surprised you didn't cry, Matt. <laughs> I'm pretty damn good at that. <laughs> yeah, I did, but I hit it. Tony, <laughs> you're such a jerk. <laughs> you're meant to be it's on his true. side. When he was with Vanessa, yeah, no. all he was doing was crying all the time. And then Vanessa left the show, and then the, we all saw this sort of different side of you. What was it that Vanessa brought out in you that was so bad that made you cry all the time? We it's not all, bad to cry, Tony. We, we didn't all say it, it is. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've said it to a couple of people, uh, Vanessa bought real estate in my brain, and she built like this black houses. And like she... She was really good at what she did. She's um oh, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, she's she's good. She knows how she knows how to um, get into a, a man's brain. Mm. She got into mine really well. She'd be a good yeah. heel. Yeah, she would be actually. I, was, I was, we were when we were when we were going strong. I actually was saying that I was saying you should be my valet. I was like, you should escort me to the ring. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Who knows? You might see her at Grand Slam. You never know. You her... Never know. You never know. I might invite her down there. <laughs> She'll be in the Battle Royal, yeah. the Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, she's in the Royal Rumble. She's the 30th entry. <laughs> we got yeah, any no, listener questions for Matt or Charlie? I think you had one, didn't you, Lyle? Uh, no, it was along the same lines as... <laughs> Tony, just Wahlberg asked us why you cried so much, but I, you know, I thought I'd just transfer the heat to Tony and not to Wahlberg. But, um, yeah, you, you don't have to answer Wahlberg's question. You already answered Tony's. I think it's alright for men to cry. So do I. Oh, no, it's fa- perfectly fantastic for them to cry, but probably not on national television every night. It's not a national. <laughs> oh, mate, I came out as a baby face, so I'm not. <laughs> oh, no, you have to, oh, yeah, to get your heat back. Yeah, I know. I know. There yeah. was there was a topic of discussion here though before the show as we were walking as we were going through what we we're going to talk about as to whether it was a winner for you with women or not. Well, she seems to think that women like to have men more masculine and don't show that side. And I was sort of a maybe don't not put maybe words the, in my mouth. Well, yeah, around that sort of thing. It does it work for you? Um, put it this way, I'm not struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to wrestling. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, did, you did mention earlier about um, the roster at PCW. Is there anyone there that you haven't really worked a program with that you're really keen to do something with in the in the nearer future? Uh definitely. Uh, Lucas Daniels. He's uh, just turned face, and now that I'm face, obviously we're both healed, so we've never been able to verse each other. But I'm uh, very keen to verse him, and and tricky. Tricky was always a heel while I was a heel. We never got the. I've actually never been in the ring with Tricky, actually. And he was like my main coach who coached me. So I definitely would like to burst him as well. That'd be an honour. Um, I'm, I'm going to love Lucas Daniels as a face. You are. You, yeah, you I, like I, I just. Yeah, I think I will. I got. I was. I actually was there when he did the face turn. I'm not going to lie. I just was like felt like a fan. I was in the audience. And yeah. I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I was there that night as well. Um, I wasn't yeah, expecting I was like, it. Yeah, neither was I. So, so did you see me come back from the return and do the the yes. get that weird reaction? Yeah, I did. It was really mixed, and usually you get pretty good heat. So, um, yeah. yeah, you got a real mixed reaction where people wanted to cheer you, but then they know they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and then I power bombed Andy Walker, and they were just like, "What?" 
They're like, what's going on here? Yeah, that was, I think we wanted to do that. We wanted to see what the audience, what they, how they reacted to me, and um, didn't get any answers from it. <laughs> Matt, yes. you, Matt, you and weird reactions go hand in hand. Some of those, uh, those facial expressions on the show were amazing. <laughs> At the fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had, I actually had, a, I actually had a producer come up to me one day and actually tell me that my my facial expressions, like this was towards the end, around the fire pit, were, were pretty were pretty good. Very and I was good. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, they were just natural. Yeah, yeah just you natural. You didn't even know you were doing yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, forget the, yeah, you forget the cameras are there. Like, as much as people say you can't, you actually do. Yeah. You gen, you're, you're living there 24-7. Yeah. All right, so, like, And everything. No, go yeah, on, finish. sort of. Yeah, yeah. Everything feels real there. So you, you're like, you know what I mean? You're just being yourself, yeah. Including the sand boobs. <laughs> yeah. Very real. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Matt, Charlie, uh, thank you yeah. so much for joining us tonight. We really do appreciate it. Being our first guest for 2020, we wish you all the best uh, in your wrestling thank career for this year, mate, and also you. for your modelling career as well. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to try, um, definitely going to try work around a lot this year and see different places and work different people. I'm very excited to. So, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on it and um, try and get out. And it's a long drive for us, but I'm going to try and get out to PCW a little bit more often this year. Yeah, definitely. We well, should I'll also... definitely see you guys at Grand Slam, I'm sure. Uh, you will. Uh, yes. Now, we should also ask you too, as we do all our guests, uh, people want to follow you on socials, mate? How do they do that? Uh, if you want to follow Charlie Matthews, just type into Facebook or Instagram, Charlie Matthews. I guess if you want to follow Matt Zikowski, just search Matt Zikowski on Instagram or actually don't add me on Facebook. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. Charlie Matthews, Matt Zikowski, thank you for joining us, mate. We'll catch you again soon. Thanks for having me, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks, mate. And welcome back. You are on the Turnbuckle. Show one for 2020. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, the music of... Who was that music? That was Makioto. Who's she? She's my f- new favourite wrestler. <laughs> and I know why she's Japanese, obviously. Because she's the cutest wrestler in the world. But also, she's fucking entertaining. She's slowly learning English over social media. And I can I say what she learned? Yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, she learned motherfucker. Uh, and learned, what it means. She learned cuck. She learned cuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so her slowly learning the best parts of the English language has been wildly but entertaining. Can we introduce this man first before? No, nah, I'm a nameless, faceless voice. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but then we're going straight back to Mackie. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Joel Bateman, welcome. What's going on? Good Mama. to have you here, mate. Yeah, so she sings her own theme song on the way to the ring. Fantastic. Um, she's a, an idol in Japan, yeah. um, and she has the hardest head in the So business. she's a legit pop star? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, and her match for, against Session Moth from on the weekend is one of the most fun matches I've seen in a long time. What promotion was that for? That was with Eve. 
Oh, that was the show that um, Charlie Evans, yes. friend of the show, Charlie Evans, and yes. friend of the show, Millie McKenzie, won the Eve Tag Team titles. They did. Um, so, yeah, uh, check that out. It's on Fight TV. There's two amazing matches. Okay, cool. Uh, of course, you were uh, over in Japan. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But uh, we've got Joel in the studio because, as we mentioned at the start of the program, Big weekend coming up for wrestling here in Melbourne, where we've got a, a whole lot of wrestlers, not just from Melbourne too, but wrestlers that are coming from interstate as well, uh, all being a part of a, uh, a bushfire relief show, which is in conjunction with the uh, Melbourne Aces versus Adelaide Giants baseball match out at the Melbourne Ballpark. Joel, it's uh, been a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, but a lot of fun over the last couple of weeks getting this together, but we're nearly there. It's been one of the most organic kind of processes of putting something together. Um, obviously, you know, no one is untouched by what's going on with the bushfires all over Australia. Um, the Australian wrestling community is not outside of that scope. Obviously, it's been really well publicized that Robbie Eagles' uh, family uh, lost a home in the fires. Yeah. Um, you know, a personal friend of mine, Lynx Lewis Jr., has yeah. been evacuated. He's still not out of the woods. Um, sadly, uh, Gino, uh, Gino Gambino auctioning off Chris Jericho's Wrestle Kingdom shirt and raising over $4,000 for the CFA and RFS, respectively. So we're all trying to do our bit, and I was kind of getting irritated that everybody else was doing something for the bushfires. Every community was doing something. Celebrities were reaching out. Sports people were reaching out, you know, um, putting their own little thing together. And the Australian wrestling community in times of need have always kind of answered the call, I guess, when, you know, something's gone not great and we, we kind of want to take a stand, do our part to yeah. be able to help out. So I, I reached out to uh, a couple of promotions and said, hey, I'm looking at doing this thing. And the original plan was it was going to be the Australia Day Monday public holiday. Um, and I put out a post on Facebook and completely melted my social media. It was a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, in about 24 hours, I had had about 150 people reach out to me from all over the country, every wrestling promotion in the country, promotions I didn't even know were running. Um, guys who I'd never spoken to from as far away as Darwin, New Zealand, Malaysia, uh, Japan, all saying, hey, we want to help out. What can we do? Um, and then... It grew even bigger than that. Uh, obviously, you yourself, Tony, reached out um, and we tried to partner with as many people as we could to, to make it a big thing. And the Melbourne Aces have graciously given us the Melbourne Ballpark, which I've been dreaming of running a wrestling show in ever since mm. I saw the bloody thing. Um, it's like a mini Tokyo Dome in the western suburbs yeah. of Melbourne um, without a roof <laughs> and a yeah. train that runs across the yeah. back. Um and obviously they've said uh, they wanted to partner with MCW um, to put that together on the wrestling side of things. And then we've got a laundry list of sponsors um, as well that have all come together and it's all snowballed into this show on two weeks notice that uh, is now taking place this Sunday. Now, usually with a show at two weeks notice, getting talent would be an issue, but um, you must have been um, blown away with the influx of some really talented local wrestlers um, putting the hand up to work this show. If I had it my way, it would be both nights of Wrestle Kingdom mushed into one. Um, it would be a 17-match card um, with tag team matches from every company that put their hands up. But uh, unfortunately, there's only a finite amount of time and space. And we are going on after, Tony said, the final Melbourne Aces game of the season. Yep, so that'll start at 1 o'clock. Uh, Melbourne Aces versus the Adelaide Giants. That'll be the final home series match. They've still got an away series the next week against Perth. And then hopefully... 
some finals after that as well. So yeah, Wundle four will be the 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 baseball around about that, depending on whether there's extra innings or the like. And then from four o'clock, forty or fifty people are going to be running around madly assembling a wrestling ring on the diamond, ready to try and have the wrestling up and running by. Five-ish. Yeah, so if anyone's ever wanted to see how a wrestling show comes together, they're going to get to see it in Fast Forward. Usually we take, you know, five or six hours to put a show together. We've got 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so if people wonder, I don't shave my head, I'm actually going bald because I agree to do things like this. <laughs> um, but going back to the amount of people that reached out, like I said, we had wrestlers from all over um, reach out. We had people from New Japan reach out, people from WWE who obviously can't be here, but... Uh, are going to film some videos that will go up on the screen during the day that's and stuff awesome. like that. Yeah, that's really um, it, lo- Lots of friends uh, and lots of people I know I can count on. A lot of people who I don't necessarily get along all that well with uh, stuck their hand up and went, you know what, let's put this kind of thing aside and um, do something to, to make a difference. And regardless if they made it onto the show or not, the fact that they reached out and went, hey, you know, I'd really like to help is amazing. And um, I guess you can see the, the good work that obviously Wrestle Rampage did with their event uh, back on the 3rd. They raised some money. EPWs into School Carnival raised over $1,000. Um, you know, this is the show that we're doing here in Melbourne this weekend, but it's definitely not the only effort yeah. um, to obviously help out in a time like this. Yeah, New Horizons are doing a show this weekend as well yep. um, for the fires, which is good. But this is the thing about um, humans in general. Like when... Um, the shit hits the fan and a crisis happens, um, people will put their hands up to help. And the good thing is it can mend bridges. So like a lot of guys who haven't shared a locker room for a long time are now going to be put together, but they're there for a good reason. So um, things like this can actually create a lot of change within industries and within society. That's it. And, and it's all, it's every time something like this happens and, like I said, Australian wrestling is not outside of the realm of things like tragedies and stuff like that. Um, I, on a personal note, uh, I had my uh, ex-tag team partner pass away um, very, very suddenly. And sharing locker rooms with people who stuck their hand up and went, hey, this sucks, so, you know, what can I do to help? And seeing people who I haven't seen in well over a decade, you know, things like that. Or, you know, we had a, a I don't know, I wouldn't call him a friend of the show, but a friend of the industry, James Jackson, passed away uh, only a couple of months ago. But again, Everybody came out, um, donated to the charity of his choice. Um, like we, we do, we come together in shitty times. Um, like you said, when the shit hits the fan and it does mend bridges and, you know, yeah. Have you uh, got any sneaky matches that you can announce? Sneaky matches. I knew you'd put me on the spot. Yeah, um, yeah. So well, This goes out late Thursday, Tony. So. Yes, correct. Cool. So yeah. this is going to put the pressure on my graphics guy because I'm going to tell him I've announced these so he's going to get these <laughs> graphics done because he's uh, currently eating dinner. Uh, it's fine with us to have an exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I've got to give you a scoop. So we're going to have seven matches total, um, not all MCW talent. We are definitely looking outside of the scope of not only MCW here in Melbourne, but outside of Victoria. Yep. Um, so I will give you, as I'm sitting here reading the card, in front of me. All right, I'll give you two matches. So there is an MCW debut, uh, and it's a return. It's a, it's a match that when you see it advertised, as always, sets a high standard. Um, so Air Force 3, um, which is always, I mean, the last Air Force 3, um, was in the running for MCW match of the year. The one before that was in the running for MCW match of the year. Um, so it'll be Royce Chambers. Uh, fresh My boy. 
friend of your the show. Boy. Friend yeah, of the boys. show. Great friend of the show. You don't have any enemies of the show. Oh, no. 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 Oh, I've got plenty. <laughs> of the show, not just of you. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, Royce Chambers, off of a really good match with Danny Psycho at MCW. Oh, wasn't Fantastic. Um, so he'll be in it. Uh, Jet Ruka. Uh, who's yeah. in amazing form for the? I think he's the most improved wrestler in Victoria over the last twelve months. Have you guys sat down and had a chat with him? Uh, uh, a few length? times. Yeah, and I met him on a second or third training session. He'd never watched wrestling before, and that was only a couple of years ago. And I mean, look where he's at Jeez, now. Yeah, he, he, uh, he pulls off that stunner really nicely. He's so young. Yeah. He is Plus, disgustingly yeah. young, but he, he's also got a really good head on his shoulders because he listens. Yeah, like, he strikes me as someone who listens. And you can give him like the smallest little tweak of critique and the next match he has, it's implemented. A hundred percent. He's got one of the best, he's got one of the best brains for wrestling because he's not necessarily has a wrestling brain. Uh, yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, he does no, look at does. things so out of the box. Cause and- I'm big on wrestlers watching, getting um, their inspiration, especially their character inspiration from other forms of entertainment. Um, you see what Lockie Hendricks does. None of his <laughs> inspiration comes from wrestling. It comes from other forms of art. Yeah, 100%. So it's those two. And then making his MCW debut, I, for my money, and, and this is just my opinion, not anyone else who works with me, but I'd say he's probably the best wrestler in Melbourne not currently wrestling at MCW, and that's Aiden Miller. So he gets his MCW debut, I guess, on this show. Um, he's obviously he had three heavyweight titles in Melbourne over the course of 2019. Um, so this is his kind of chance to get in front of the right people and uh, put in a good showing. And he apparently did re- uh, turned a lot of heads in Perth last weekend. Yeah, he, he did really well in Perth. He's always been a really good wrestler and it's something in the last 12 months has just clicked. Um, some people have decided to strap... Three different promotions run by three different people all decided to strap rockets to him last year. And he's got um, a good look. He's got a great look. Um, his matches with Adam Brooks were great. Uh, his matches with Mad Dog were great. Um, and he's got such a great commitment to character uh, as well that a lot of guys, you don't see out of a lot of guys. So I'm really excited for him to get this opportunity um, off the back of the hard work he did in Perth as well as everything he did last year. So is that the main event? No. Oh, what? No. <laughs> no, that's how, that, no, that's that's how that's good it is. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, a lot of these matches could realistically headline, you know, yeah. an MCW girl show, uh, a PCW show, uh, an MCW show. So the main event um is i how would you describe it i guess four different teams from four different kind of walks of australian wrestling look there's one team that i'm super excited about yeah so and hand on heart haven't seen them wrestle live um so so i'm as excited as you are for this one so uh four-way tag team match will headline um the wrestling for relief show so um, reforming for what may be the last time, and they're both going to kill me for calling them this. Uh, but Man United, so Vance Adams <laughs> and uh, Atlas Whitaker uh, coming together again, which will probably be for the last time. Yep. Um, teaming up to take on Last of a Dying Breed, Richie Taylor and Mike Burr, um, to take on the debuting RB4K, um, mostly based out of PCW, uh, Sammy Falcon and Ryan Rapid. Yeah. Uh, who I'm really excited to see live. I've heard nothing but amazing things. Yeah, yeah we fantastic. had a good chat to Ryan Rapid last year, didn't we? Yeah, and look, I think a lot of um, a lot of people at this show won't have seen them wrestle live, and uh, they are fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't be happier um, that they stuck their hands up. And there are uh, other people outside of kind of the, I guess you'd call it the MCW universe. I hate that term. but uh, uh, Mikey calls it the MCW suburbia. 
That's accurate. That's really accurate. Um, outside of the suburbia, uh, he'll be on the show and be announced. The fourth team um, is a team that's been affected by these uh, fires really, really personally. Uh, so Lynx Lewis Jr. and Renegade. Um, they've dropped their Street Revolution name and they've got a new name, which they haven't told me yet. But uh, it's their kind of MCW debut as well and their kind of crack at it. You might need to find that out before you get in touch with the graphics guy. Well, I'm the one doing the graphics. I oh, just haven't worked okay. out how I want to spell it. Yet. <laughs> so they're flying. Um, they're flying in. They're flying in. They fly in Sunday morning. They're doing the show, and I believe they're on the last flight out Sunday night, um, which is amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, um, Renegade lives in Queensland, um, so he's flying down. They're both doing shows the night before. Fantastic. Uh, and flying down, uh, Lynx is doing the Vulcan Championship Wrestling show um, that's only just popped up online last week, but that's going to be a big deal for him. And then straight on a plane, straight down into the show, do the show and out, um, just to kind of show their support. Yep. Beautiful stuff. And you could e- easily have an 80-man battle royal with all the talent <laughs> that did reach out. Obviously, time permitting, it's not going to... We did think about it. Yeah. yeah it, originally, <laughs> there was going to be, yeah, almost like a, an old New Japan Rambo. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But because we do have the setup restraints, there's no kind of dark match when you see us build the ring. Because so. <laughs> yeah, um, um, casuals love a battle royal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand how wrestling works, why there are 45 people in there with no room to kick or punch. Forearm. Forearm. Stop. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, any other minutes. names you can give us without necessarily? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I can run through. Uh, so some of the big names: uh, Fun Time Phil. Yep, fantastic. Uh, will be on the show. Uh, not only MCW reached out, but Wrestle Rock reached out. Um, so there will be a little bit of a Wrestle Rock influence, I guess, uh, on this show. Somebody else will be uh, joining us from Wrestle Rock, but I'll leave that one as a surprise. But trust me, you want to see it uh, because he doesn't do this character outside of Wrestle Rock. Uh, let's just say that. Um, four debutants, I guess you'd call them, kind of outside of the bubble. Um, I don't know if they'll get a match graphic, but it is uh, three, four trainees out of the MCW Academy, Fantastic. Um, which is awesome and kind of a bit of a showcase tag team match. Uh, Jay Andrews, Dowie James, uh, training really great students out of there, and they've got great fundamentals. And uh, they just kind of haven't had a chance, uh, at least in my mind, to get some ring time in front yeah. of a live audience. Uh, so when this came together, I reached out to the Academy and said, hey, you've got four guys I really like. Um, would you suggest that they have a match on the show? And they're like, yep, tag team match um, to kind of show what they're made of, which would be great. So your first match could be in front of 2,000 people. It could be, yeah. <laughs> um, it could be. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, Avery will be joining us. Um, from and she, everyone, loves, everyone loves Avery. Yeah, everyone loves Especially Avery. in the Western suburbs. Uh, yep. So that's going to be She's really... She's well at home in the Western suburbs. That's either going to go amazingly or it's going to be an absolute train wreck. Um Aria will be there. Aisha, so all four members of RB4K. Fantastic. Um, I do feel really bad. I've forgotten what their manager's name is. Carl Grove. Cool. I almost called him by his real name because I was talking to him on Messenger this morning. Um, <laughs> Time Fleet, but the Fleet Brothers will be there. Stevie, unfortunately, has prior commitment and isn't able to join us, so Time will be there. Uh, Zeke Andino, and I believe his Melbourne debut, uh, Touchwood. Uh, I think he may have appeared at PCW before, but uh, from IPW in Queensland. Uh, spent a lot of time over in the US yep. um, over the Christmas season. I believe he spent three months there, about as long as a visa will let him, uh, and is now relocated to Melbourne. So uh, super, super excited to have him and give him a crack as well. Uh, and yeah, everything else is going to be a surprise. So come. I, I do, cool. um, like I know it's fantastic we've got people from every state, yeah, yeah. but what I do love is the the cooperation between PCW and MCW for this show. Like the, a lot of their guys seem to be on this show. Every wrestling company in Melbourne reached out. A hundred percent. So, it, like, more power to PCW. Like, that's where I started wrestling years and years and years and years and years ago. 
Um, they've got a great business model and they have amazing talent. Uh, I wish I wasn't running late so I could have a quick chat uh, about PCW to Charlie. But um, every, everyone reached out, like Showdown Wrestling, Warzone, uh, NAW, of course, uh, GPW, uh, who I believe are doing something either this weekend or next as well yeah. for the fires. Um, yeah, the, the cooperation of the greater wrestling community is amazing. And like you said, you know, some hatchets are buried in putting the show together and... Um, it's great to be able to move forward and stuff like this. Was it hard to limit the amount of wrestlers that you're going to have on the day? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, again, if I had it my way, it would have been a massive yeah. gargantuan, but I'm glad I don't have the final say on the lineup um, because that someone else can make the tough cuts. Uh, I have to deliver the news, but somebody else can make that decision. Yep. And I think out of the people we've got, like I am upset that some people were left off. Um, they understand everyone's been really good about it and understands that there is only a finite amount of spots. Uh, and especially because we are going to be probably playing to a relatively casual audience uh, as much as I'd love to do a 12-team tag team gauntlet. It'd probably just confuse the crap out of everybody. <laughs> and the only people who get enjoyment out of it would be the people in the match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was very tough. And in a perfect world, it'd be great to showcase the 60-odd wrestlers who stuck their hand up. But unfortunately, yeah. Oh, well, good stuff. We look forward to it on Sunday. Where uh, can people get tickets? Uh, Tony, where can people get tickets? Oh, they can get tickets on the Melbourne Aces website. So $12 is the cheapest tickets. Yeah, that's and the general admission's 12 yep. bucks, And that yep. gets you in. And as we said, there's a, a couple of things happening. So from 11 till 12, F45 at Hopper's Crossing, Werribee and Point Cook are doing a F45 session. So there'll be a 45-minute session. You can go on there. I might be busy at Try and get a little bit fit if you well, want look, to. Look, I'll come down and give it a crack. And if I'm going to jiggle and sweat for an hour, you can come down and jiggle and exactly sweat for right. an hour. Then I'll be sweating in my seat and the poor person sitting next to me. Uh, not good. What, me? And then, yeah, and then Lyle. Lyle. <laughs> Lyle's not even going to the wrestling part of the show. I'll be there. Aren't you I taking have... your mate's uh, wife on a date? <sighs> What's I'm sorry, Hang What? On. What? You and Makieto have been hanging out. No, I'll be there. I'll, I might do the. <laughs> <laughs> I might do the F forty five session now. I'll burn oh, off some energy before I take my best mate. Yeah, I might uh, trim up. Is there a good? I'll get a good suntan. Done. Well, if the sun's out, you're yeah. Probably um, <laughs> so now I've got to explain it now, you're don't I? Yeah, please so, do it so what's happening? So you come to the baseball. So I'm coming to the baseball. Yeah. And then I think I have to leave. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to bring this up, actually. Oh, I told you I was going to bring this up. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to leave about four, four o'clock because I've yeah. got to go down to Geelong because I'm taking my best mate's wife to a, a gig. That's nothing wrong with that, is it? No, are, nothing you having, are you eating meal first? Oh, I'll probably get a Who hot dog seeing? from the Amity Affliction. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, no, I've oh, never no. heard of him. Yeah, oh. well, I'm not emo. Well, I'm not either, but I like a good sad no. song. Charlie might uh, <laughs> might enjoy some of the sad songs they sing. There you go. Transfer the heat to him now. So, so but my, my wife knows that I'm taking another oh, I'm sure she married does. wife out, Tony. Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you like anything, mate. I'm totally for it. I'm disgusted. Yeah, yeah. To of course you're for it. <laughs> I, I, went, I, went to, I went to a reverse swingers ball once and came home with my own wife. No one was more upset oh. than his wife. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, I, I didn't really. <laughs> yeah, so I will, you know. I'm, Moving I'm, on. I've got a date. Sunday All night. Right. <laughs> uh, $12. But I'll be there. Tickets. My money will be Beautiful. handed in for the charity. And Melbourne we Aces. We, sorry, before you no. uh, put in the final plug, we didn't even talk about the charity. No, we didn't. So um, the charity is called Blaze Aid. Now, the great thing about Blaze Aid is that all the money raised by Blaze, Blaze Aid 
a hundred percent of it goes towards rehelping to farm. Blazade once. Yeah, did you? Well, this isn't it. The hundred percent of this goes directly <laughs> no, to the farmers to help them re-establish themselves on the farms around uh, around Australia. So, yeah, there's it, which is great. We know that the money's been put to good use and getting people back on the land and uh, producing again, which we're going to need so much around Australia in the next couple of years because the price of, I think, beef and all that sort of stuff is going to go up pretty heavily in the next uh, year or two. While We're all going to be just, vegans. Yeah, well, possibly could be. Well, there you go. So, yeah, Blaze Aid, rebuilding fences, repurchasing yeah. livestock, getting them back on their feet to kind of get the, that part of the economy kicking again. Yep, so um, 11 o'clock, F45. Yep. 1 o'clock, Melbourne Aces take on the Adelaide Giants yep. in their final home game of the year before the finals. 4 o'clock, Lyle Bash dashes off for his date. 5 o'clock, wrestling-ish, 5 o'clock-ish. And we'll have stuff happening between 4 and 5. We'll definitely have stuff yep, happening. There'll be wrestlers there'll be there signing autographs wrestlers, and baseballers baseball players, and all that sort of stuff. Signing autographs. Um, if you guys want to bring a dozen red roses for Lyle, saves him stopping in a servo along the way. Um, that'll be great. great. Uh, but your $12 ticket, starting from $12, gets you into the baseball as well as the wrestling. So and that's it, 12 bucks for a whole day's entertainment. It's, it's not a bad amazing. seat in the house in, in that fact, stadium either. In fact, if you either. buy the $12 seat, you should probably donate extra money. Um, well, I'll give I'll give you another scoop, and I'll send you the image. We actually have a limited edition T-shirt. Um, oh, that's awesome! Coming out, so uh, I'll <laughs> give you guys the photos to whack up on the socials. Yes. Uh, with this, uh, only fifty shirts uh, made, and one hundred percent of the profits from that uh, are going to Blaze Aid as well, and it's a hundred percent of the ticket price uh, as well. Yes. There, there's no divvy up. Every to, dollar that comes to quote the unquote cover costs from either the Aces or MCW, it's a hundred percent. So. For that 12 bucks, it's 12 bucks going to Blaze Aid. So, yep. melbourneaces.com.au uh, yep, for all your ticketing needs, Tony. Exactly. That's exactly the place to go. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, boys. Let's have a chat about that. Was it everything you expected it to be? Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but I, it was amazing. Um, I mean, you two guys have both been to Wrestle Kingdom before. Yes. Um, there's probably not a bad seat in the house. The, the fans are... Are different to a Western fan. I almost prefer the fans at the Japanese shows. Are they a lot more polite? Are they that Japanese polite yeah, type fan? Yeah, they are. And I mean, see, <clears throat> I, I, I'm kind of a weird one to ask because I'm now three for three uh, falling asleep in the Tokyo Dome during wrestling shows. No. Um, yeah. Uh, I, there, there are photos. Uh, Cremator, Brad Richards, friend of the show. Jerk. And that's got um, nothing to do with the show. That's you partying hard leading up to it. No, it's, peaked wrong. Uh, it's usually during Tanahashi matches, to be honest. <laughs> um, I love Tanahashi, but watching but not that much. Watching no. Wrestle Kingdom live is surreal. It's a completely different experience. I wouldn't yes. necessarily say it's better or worse than uh, watching it on TV. Like, again, we both stayed home this year. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and Lyle went, but there's not a bad seat Lyle in the house. Lyle didn't go. Oh, did you not no, go? Well she, Where were no, you? well, she went. Well, she went. Well, she went. Sorry. Well, I went last year. I knew that. I... Shut up. <laughs> You're not a friend of the show anymore. Cut that. <laughs> fix that. And we'll no, try. we don't edit nothing. <laughs> Good. Edit so he says it twice. Yeah, yeah. just loop it in and <laughs> I'll call Lila Cuck again. Um... <laughs> Well, she went this year. There's not a bad seat in the house. There's not necessarily a great seat in the house either. Um, it, it's a They're lot like... the most comfortable seats. No, especially for Western size asses. Yeah. Um, but like, I had a lot of fun live. Um, I th it was two nights of kingdom. I didn't know what to expect. Um, and I don't know how it was live. Like We were knackered by the end of night two. Yeah. So um, <laughs> night, night one, um, I think in a vacuum, night one was my favorite night. Um, definitely the Osprey, um, Hiromu match was probably my favorite match in a vacuum where don't take story into account or anything like that. But 
the masterful telling of the um, NATO story was was amazing. And then to rob him of his moment at the end, um, you just always know that there's perpetual motion with New Japan's booking, and um, it's it's like there was no f- let's pause. It was straight on to the next thing, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. Um, the opportunity to see to be in the stadium when Robbie Eagles worked walked out um, to have a match in the Tokyo Dome. Um, what was the crowd reaction like for him? The the crowd reaction was really good for him. Um, and I mean, in our section, there were a lot of Australians as well. So every Australian except for Corey had a um, Robbie Eagles T-shirt on. <laughs> Most of us had been drinking with him a couple of nights earlier. Um, Sounds and, like every Japan trip ever, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I was lucky enough to run into him the night of uh, the after the show, Wrestle Kingdom one, um, and have a chat to him. And I, I love Robbie Eagles, the wrestler. I love Robbie Eagles, the person. And um, yeah, to be in the in the arena when that happened was a special moment for everyone who's Australian that was there. Um, not to mention the Stardom Girls, the night one. So the dark match, the stadium was actually full for the dark match. And everyone was there to see the Stardom match. And um, Hana is a star. She looked like she just belongs in the Tokyo Dome. We didn't get to see it. So. Yeah, like no. that, yeah. that's not going to air. But uh, It'll got, air on Stardom World at I some stage. I don't believe so. Oh, could be um, very... So it could be a while before. Word on the word on the street is that the branding in the background clash. Like the reason that they they're not working together again. Word on the street is um, TV deal. TV deal exactly. So I highly doubt it'll air. Well, um, see, my girlfriend doesn't like wrestling. Um, she likes Robbie because she likes Robbie's wife, and she's lovely. She is. They became fast friends, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, she loves Hana because she's on a reality TV show called Terrace House. Have you seen Terrace House? I try not to watch it. It's always on in my house though. So um, slowly but surely, um, I am getting... I'll watch the Hana bits. It's kind of addictive. Yes. Well, I'm in a wrestling group chat that has recently become... Yeah. Terrace House chat. Yeah. Terrace House chat. Yeah. Um, definitely give Terrace House a look for those of you who Did you end up giving it a look. It's amazing. Did you end up going to Geno's for poker and strippers? Gino um, messaged me um, and wanted to catch up. Um, he asked where I was. I said I was at the hub. He said there's too many marks there. Um, and then he found out Robbie was going there and he said, I'm definitely not going. Well, going back to saying how cool it was, uh, Robbie came out. Uh, I was there when Gino did the the Rambo. And, and it's very much the same. Like the, It's a lot of national pride um, that you kind of wear on your sleeve and you go, yeah. that, that's our guy. Like it, it might be a rumble. It might not be on TV or whatever. Or there's only... <laughs> you know, 500 people out of the 40,000 people that are there who know who he is mm. on, you know, a personal level more than what you see on TV. But there's a lot of national pride when that kind of stuff goes down. And it's, it's really amazing. Friend. Yeah, and he's a mate as well. So people should try it out. I'm going back next year. I am also going. I have asked the wife if I can go. You just gotta, just tell it's her. easier to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission, yeah. Tony. you got to back end it. I remember going on a flip foot once and a bloke told his wife that he was going down to get newspaper of milk and didn't come back until Monday morning. He didn't go to Friday. Geelong to take somebody to an Amity for no, such a gig, did no. <laughs> It does sound like something Lyle would do, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, I definitely would recommend um, going to Japan because it's an amazing country, despite. Uh, I did have one interesting conversation when I was in Japan. I was talking to Lyle about Strong Zero, mm-hmm. which is a delicious drink that's 
doubles as rocket fuel. Devil's juice. And I um, said that my favourite flavour was the grapefruit. Nice. Yeah, Lyle told me he was more of a uh, citrus man himself. That's right. To so what's I, grapefruit? Grapefruit is a citrus. It, of course it is. <laughs> All right. I just, this well, is 2020 with throwing me under the bus, is it? Okay. I just generally citrus is just lemon or lime. That's all. No, it's all citrus fruits. And then turns out I I enjoy the lime one, which is actually the grapefruit one. So we're both right. We're both right. So it's a win-win. It's got a green fruit on on there. I mistook it for lime. Listen, you have a couple of strong zeros, Tony. You don't know what you're drinking. Orange is citrus too, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not just limit it to lemon and lime. Screw you. I hope your baseball team loses on Sunday, Tony. Uh, Anyone who brings Lyle a bag of oranges on Sunday, (laughs) I'll give them my last Joel Bateman (laughs) t-shirt. We'll organise something, I'm sure. Uh, MCW and PWA both returned last week. We went to the MCW Vendetta. Some of us did. Well, you and I did. Lyle wasn't there. Three three of the guys in this room were. He was busy with his family. Different wife. Extended family. My real wife. I was, took her to Queensland. The, you were there with yeah, my own wife. Shoot wife as opposed to your wife. Jew is MCW Vendetta. What a way to start the year. There's possibly four match of the year candidates. That's on what the I'm here. Show. Uh, okay. Is that true, Tony? You were there, Joey. Is there really four match of the year candidates? Three. I thought you, everyone's four. taking the piss oh, no, out no, of no, me four. in all my group I chats. Loved, I love the UG versus uh, Jag match as well. UG versus Jag was fantastic. All my group chats are telling me. I've missed an amazing show, and I'm I'm not sure. Everyone just taking the piss out of me because I wasn't there, or uh, mate. Uh, Ugg versus Jag was an awesome hoss fight. Yes. Um, Jag Hartley Jackson is a national treasure, despite yes. the fact he's a giant asshole. Um, we're still super super lucky to have him around, and you can just ask him; he'll tell you he's wrestled <laughs> in three different decades. Um, oh wait, no, four now, four yeah, different four. decades. Jesus. Um, and, and, and just and he's looking at two. No. Oh, fuck. Edit that. Yeah, right, that one bucks. Edit that. Or he's gonna be Put that the on a loop. Actually, this look how we'll get him on the show. Because you'll want to kill Tony. Just call him out. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, you've called the wrong one out this time. Uh, oh, you've yeah. had a couple of fights with our guests. Now you tell me. But um, seeing him still like performing at the level he is and getting the opportunity not in a, a tag or something like that to do what he does best was really, really cool. I must say, though, a man at his age with a mohawk just isn't... It Tony, you right. don't... <laughs> at his age, how old are you? 52, yeah, but I haven't got a mohawk. Yet. You, you'll get a natural one soon. Yeah, scarlet. <laughs> um, but also, we mentioned, we touched on it earlier, but the Danny Psycho versus Royce Chambers match. Oh, goodness There were some things done in that match that I've never seen before. They, Royce Chambers doesn't strike me as an overly aggressive individual, but I think someone slept with somebody else's girlfriend or somebody owes somebody money because I was sitting up the very, very back at the very, very top of the arena, and I could hear those elbows like I was sitting ringside. The the Suzuki special into the Rana was, I, I blew my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yes, It was just incredible. And um, was gift within half it hasn't an hour. Been gift probably. That was just a video. I haven't okay. seen the gift of it yet because the, the show hasn't gone up yet. But uh, it should be up in the next 48 hours. Yeah, so we'll see. That, that gift will go viral within yeah. 49 hours. 100%. And, then, and, and can I tell you what... Uh, I've all, I, as much as I don't like what Dowie did towards the end of last year, I, I've always appreciated Dowie as a wrestler, fantastic wrestler, been excellent for a long, long time. 
a total new appreciation for him working with Will Ospreay. That was just an amazing match, those two. I just love that Dowie's such a smart wrestler. And, yeah. Um, I mean, the, 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 the fear with the wrestler wrestling Will Ospreay is that you try to do everything. And Dowie can do everything, but he, he doesn't. He, he, he wrestled a smart match where he, he kept working his character. He kept working his story. And, um, and he was just an arsehole. And I love it. He kept his heat. In a night where there were handshakes all around from people and all that sort of stuff, when the hand went out from Osprey to Dowie to thank him for a great match, Dowie just turned around with the middle finger and just walked off. And it was beautiful. He's been watching Makito. It was beautiful. <coughs> well, I think uh, sometimes when people, the calibre of Will Osprey, come to Australia and wrestle, we sometimes don't look like we're playing on the same level as the internationals. And it very much used to be the case. Years and years and years yeah. ago, like hand on heart, no word of a lie, Dowie James looked like Will's equal. Yeah, like I, I oh, don't, yes, I don't no, think it was correct. Will working a local guy. I think like Dowie hung, wrestled a perfect match. If there's people in the world at the moment, and I know that there are, who believe that Will Osprey is the best wrestler in the world oh, at the I moment, and you're one of them, then on Saturday night, Dowie James was number two. The good world. thing, because he, he was he, he was Will's equal. I would love to have an argument about who you think the best wrestler in the world is, but that's for another podcast. Um, um, yeah, yeah. But look, Will was injured um, at Wrestle Kingdom. Has that has he announced the injury? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. He was his heel? He did on, on Saturday. So he he wrestled the match with a broken yeah, heel. Broken heel. Yeah. So because um, I I saw the photo pretty quickly after Wrestle Kingdom, and um, I was worried that he'd even make the match, but. Well, he was told that he said the doctor said not to wrestle. Yeah, but the lucky thing is he's wrestling against Dowie James. Now, Dowie James may kill himself in a match, but he will always take care of the opponent. And it was the it was the best guy for Will to be in the ring with, in my opinion. It was a it really was a perfect storm because uh, whether or not it makes the VOD or not for us live, um, saw the audience having a bit of fun at one of the ring crews expense yes. with the, the thing with one more sweep dowie's dowie's character is everything is legit like your, your best villains um have truth in their words and it would that was a hundred percent apparent mm. i was waiting and waiting and waiting for dowie to come because that's everything he's been saying so it was just the perfect storm the fans having their fun he tried to ruin their fun by shutting down Will and stopping Will doing all the cool stuff that people pay to see him do. It, it was hand on heart. Mm. Um, like, yeah, the match of the year, 11 days into it. And then we're talking, we still haven't spoken about match number four. Oh, well, match, match, number, year, well, match number one, we haven't spoken about either, which yeah, was Brooksy well, and Sleeks to open fourth, it up. That's the fourth match. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what an amazing way to start the year. Exactly the same way that you finished basically last year. It was just continuity at its absolute best and... Those two, uh, I'm, I'm happy to say that I don't think they were working at 100%. They did they, everything. They I think. Seem, yeah, they seem to be holding back just a little bit on it, but they still put up a fantastic, amazing I, match. For my money, I think that was better than their title match that Dowie ruined at the end of last year. I agree with that. Mm. Because with that. there was no predisposition. There was no... I, I, I think you'd have to be living under a rock if you didn't realise that that was kind of Slex's... Swan song for the time being as he's off to Ring of Honor in America, obviously, by two guys who are legitimately mates outside of the ring, yeah. Um, but are both have a very competitive friendship, um, going out there and doing what they do best, and in their own way competing with each other, they out wrestle each other. Uh, result be damned, Brooks is the champion, and um, Slex is off to Ring of Honor, but 
it, it was I, I think it was more heartfelt and a more genuine match wrestled than the match they wrestled at the end of last year. And the the proof of the job well done is that, I mean, in your heart of hearts, you know Slex is leaving, but the crowd seemed to get sucked into the near falls and still think Slex was a chance of winning. Yep. So that's a credit to the two guys in the ring. And um, PWA returned as well. Yes. Um, it was an interesting situation where you had the PWA champion on MCW and you had the MCW women's champion on the PWA show. <laughs> um, but... Uh, the main event there, I've heard really good things. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Has anybody? No, no. I've been very busy. Just I had some stuff an over stream media. up while I was running the MCW social medias, but I got a little bit busy. I did see glimpses of it. It looked great, um, but haven't gone back and watched it. Very excited to go back and watch the replay. Yeah, this I'll weekend. try and look at that uh, this weekend. Um, oh, were you re for the weekend? I was week? re. He was wow. everybody this weekend. I was, weekend. I'm, was I'm everybody every weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Rhiannon was uh, still in Japan. Yes. Um, so I was playing Rihanna and I got to take a uh, social media swing at Hartley Jackson from the top of the balcony and got away with it. So Jag hasn't killed me yet, but he's coming for you now. So I've thank you for take, thank you the taking the you bullet. That's right. um, but Very yeah, good. no, that was a lot of fun. But um, retake took a well-deserved break. Um, but yeah, back to PWA. Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to catching, to catching up with that show this week because I really enjoyed PWA last year and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what they're doing this year. Yeah. I suppose the big news out of that was the announcement at the end of the PWWA title match um, going into their next show, Steph Delander, Jessica Troy, Steel Cage. Yes, that's yes. going to be huge. Um, to my knowledge, I can't think of the last time PWA did a cage match. This might be their first. And it's good to see... Um, Where's it going to be? It's good. Uh, I believe it's Max at Max Watts. Watts. Max Watts, is it? Gee whiz. That's what I was thinking. Really good. Yeah, yeah. I just love that the girls are doing it as well. Um, I haven't seen too many Australian women get to work the, the cage matches. No, it doesn't um, happen very often. So I think this is a really big step forward for the industry and um, they have been good at that, being on that forefront of um, of opportunities. Hmm. They're on the front foot with, with political allegiances aside, they're on the front foot with so many different things. Like you, you guys have all gone up to a few PWA shows. Uh, I only got to go up for LIGO because I knew I wasn't going to Japan. So I got to, to get a bit of a sneak peek at how they put things together and their camaraderie as a team. Um, they have probably the most well-trained wrestling audience I've ever seen. Um, new characters, because that was the Farley Dojo show. But they're putting new characters out there and the audience immediately knows what to react for, how to react, how big to react. All of their characters are adored or despised. Um, the fans aren't there to amuse themselves. They're there to enjoy the wrestling. Um, I liken it to the full sale crowd. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go out on the limb here, and I might be totally wrong. And usually, are. usually uh, are. which I usually are. But my perception of 2019 was that PWA probably grabbed the mantle of the number one promotion in Australia, and and whether that's a perception from social media or from watching around, but I just got that feeling that PWA just jumped ahead of MCW. But what I'm excited about is from what I saw last Saturday at MCW and the way that that show went that I think that there's a, an, an amazing feeling that maybe MCW might have felt that as well and they're, and they're trying to come back. I, I don't know. It's just a feeling that I get and there might be MCW have realised that and they thought, right, well, 2020 is going to be our year. It's our 10th anniversary, all that sort of stuff. And I think that this is going to be a massive year for wrestling down here at MCW. Yeah, I think um, PWA took some steps forward. Um, I definitely think... The OVO deal 
um, set them apart. Correct, yeah. Um, and they've got amazing, amazing homegrown talent. Um, I think they maybe had the momentum with the, the online buzz. They became the cool kids. Yep. I don't think they're the number one promotion yet. Um, and that's what I, I said. Think, it might just it might be perception, but because of everything that was I going on around it. I don't think that they're not number one either. I think that they were probably pretty much almost on a level. Um, but I do see a big year for MCW mm. this year. It's going back to where we talk about the best wrestler in the world, and you said Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world. I sit there and I say I don't think Will's the best, but I can't think of someone better than him. And yeah. I, I think the same parallel can be drawn in terms of PWA and MCW. Um, their homegrown talent in PWA is amazing. Their online presence and production has been amazing. Their talent going overseas, they went to the right places at the right times. I think Shazza McKenzie brought a lot of buzz back to PWA at the start of 2019. I think Ugg and Paris De Silva having good showings at PWG brought a lot of buzz back. And I Mick think. as well. Mick, um, Mick making it to the finals of King of Trios. Yeah. Um, bought a whole lot of buzz back. And then the stuff behind the scenes, Jax Jordan, who's now retired. He's fantastic. As a wrestler, does. is such a driving force behind everything that company puts out. Mm. Um, JT Robinson, who's, you know, their, their face of an announcer, is such a driving force behind the culture of the company. And even their young, their young wrestlers like, um, like Lux. Yeah. Uh, just so creative. Like, it's encouraged. It's, it's, like, so it's kind of like different. a Chikara. It is, and you can see a lot of those influences by the fact that, you know, they're one of very few places in the world where Mike Quackenbush will still come and train and wrestle in, in 2019. Like, he's retired but comes out to, to wrestle at PWA. They got Jushin Liger um, in his final Australian appearance when his you know last Australian appearance was almost two decades ago. Like, they're doing so many things right, and there's so many things that you don't see um, that they're doing that's just going to continue to to drive them forward. Um, but the MCW, the same thing. There's so many things going on behind the scenes and so many things. Yeah. Uh, on the roll for 2020, it's, it's um, that be a big year. It's good for the fans. It's going to be a big, big year. Uh, we mentioned Ring of Honor before. Yeah, so Marty Skrull, uh surprised, I think, a lot of the internet communities re-signed with Ring of Honor, and he's going to be involved heavily in the creative. Yeah, he's on the booking committee, so... Oh, good luck to them. They need a big shaper shake up anyway. They've, I don't know, they've delirious. Not, Their current book has had the book for what seven or eight years. Well, he's yeah, still, he's still yeah. got it. Apparently, he's still yeah. got it. But I like that. I think a they new need... voice, a new voice, and um, yeah, he's creative guy. Oh, super creative. Um, he wouldn't be in the position he's in if he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's good. You know, betting on himself and not taking. I don't want to say the easy option of going to AEW with his mates or. Well, he got good you know, money. He yeah, got, well, really, he got WWE Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor's biggest contract um, they've ever given out. Um, they do need a shakeup because at times last year, I don't want to say irrelevant, but they've got they, they fell off. Um, you know, Marty's first signing being Slex is so so good. So he'll probably win Booker of the Year now. <laughs> I do. Um, I do love that they are treating. Slacks like a big deal. Yeah, he's on the um, top of the poster. Yeah, it's 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 very cool. And yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, a new voice in the booking meetings give Ring of Honor a shot in the arm. Ring of Honor baffles me completely, especially looking at the last twelve months. I mean, they've got just as much, if not more, money than AEW behind them. Just get yeah. their own by Sinclair Broadcasting. Um, 
shout out to David Starr. I'm sure he's going to yell at me about that. Um, but they're, they're owned by this big multinational corporation, but the, the, the crowds they're drawing, the advertising they're doing, the booking decisions they're making just blow my mind that they're not in a better position going yeah. into 2020. And I think Marty Skrull, like a different head in the booking and changing the creative direction of the company is going to be huge yeah. for them. It does seem weird that they didn't pull the trigger putting the belt on him now. That he did sign in the long run. But, but I mean, uh, like, Roosh winning the title was, was great. Yeah. And I, I think the Matt Taven run was booked yeah, badly was, from really day... That It was booked badly from day one. Um, I mean, if you talk... If you listen to any interview about that Madison Square Garden show and the absolute train wreck that that was from the Ring of Honor side... Well, their um, women's division's a train wreck as well. They they When they, they announced the women's division and they signed some really talented ladies, and then they never, ever pushed them. Exactly right. They've got some amazing people on their roster... Like, they've got Jonathan Gresham on their roster, who pound for pound's the best wrestler on the planet, um, but has only now just starting to come um, to fruition. Like, I, I think it's going to be really interesting, the direction that Marty takes it, because the Roosh title run was a complete waste, and PCO's the world champion now, isn't he? Yeah. 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 See, that's the thing. I grew up on Ring of Honor. Like, I used to tape trade for it before DVDs were a thing, and now I have to sit there and go, wait, who's the Ring of Honor t- yeah. the world champion again? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, well, she tell us about this Twitter cancel culture that you got happening. Oh, I haven't got it happening. <laughs> what's happening? What, I just think um, wrestling's big, big with it at the moment, where um, people mess up and there's a, and it's just it's the Twitter in general. There's always a big pile on, and um, everyone lays the boots in. And I mean, sometimes the person deserves it, sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, I see it a little bit as it can be bullying at times. Um, like, put it this way: just this week, the following wrestlers have either been cancelled or someone's tried to cancel them on Twitter. Tessa Blanchard, which mm-hmm. you know, she maybe or maybe didn't deserve <laughs> some of it, what she got. Um, Joey Ryan. I don't even know what happened with Joey. Joey Ryan, Ryan got um, cancelled for sticking up for Tessa despite previously speaking out against some of the things she said. Right. Gail Kim got cancelled as well. Yep. That's for hugging Tessa. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky got cancelled. Yep. Um, Then he tried to cancel David Starr. Which is amazing. I've already ordered that T-shirt. And now Triple H has been cancelled. Sticking up for Gabe Sapolsky? No, 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 that was for the Paige comments. Yeah. Oh, right. That was a poor poor joke. Paige gets cancelled all the time herself. Yep. Um... I mean, obviously, there's people who deserve to get cancelled, like Rory Gulak. Um, less said about that situation yes, at the moment, the better. But um, yeah, I just I, I don't know. And we saw an incident this week in Australia where some young liberals um, in Queensland um, jumped in on uh, drag queen story time. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And and everyone piled on. Now, you don't know what's going on in someone's life and what these young guys did is horrible. Um, kids were scared and you know they shouldn't have done it. But the pylon caused a young person to commit suicide. And I just think sometimes the pylon, people forget that there's actually a real person at the other end of the, f- mm. of the phone. I agree with that on 100%. Twitter. Um, and look, some people are beyond redemption, but most people aren't. And most, yeah. like the Tessa Blanchard thing, like what she's, alleged to have done is horrible but when you look at the timeline she was 21 i'd hate to be judged by the things i did when i was 21 um because i know i've said and done horrible things i'm not the same person now 
if we're not giving people the opportunity to improve, um, what what do we sort of become? I agree with you. I think that the pi- the pile on culture is really really tough, and there's a lot of not fact checking and just jumping on because yeah. it's the cool thing to do, and it's so um, easy too with Twitter. Salivate. Well, the thing is, like going back, and you said you don't really want to talk about it, but the Rory Gulak thing that broke two days before it broke, and everyone went check your sources because that's a big allegation. Um, it broke on the, I can't remember the website, the one with the little blue icon and the screenshot that everybody saw um, because they created a Twitter account to break that as uh, a sense of anonymity. And it sat there for two days dormant and then it actually mm. broke and it turned out to be true. So I like, yeah, the, not everyone's without sin when it comes to piling on, but sometimes, you know, they do hold back. Tessa and Associated because, you know, 90% of that list. The roster are going to get are going to get cancelled for sticking up for her. But that's the thing. Like, you're right. Tessa screwed up when she was 20, 21 years old. She legally couldn't drink in America, like, let alone make big life decisions. And from everyone who has kind of spoken out in support of her has got to know her since then. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're sticking up for Tessa now. Yeah. They're, they're around her, well, every week, t- TV tapings, you know, car rides. Every... They're not sticking up for the Tessa back then. No, they didn't know that Tessa, Tessa probably. Yeah, I think... Well, she could have handled it better. I know, I, and, she, and that's what I was about to say. That, I think she fucked up in her response. Yeah. Like, she doubled down on... She said it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. It probably happened. It happened. Yeah. So I think you've got to come out and apologize. And I'm not a big fan of the, the pile-on because I don't think that helps anyone. Yeah, Because then you are going to get a Tessa on her back foot and double down. And, like, instead of... You know, owning up or, or whatever it is, and hey, I'm a different yeah. person. Hey guys, and, look, I fucked up three yeah, years ago, and yeah, I feel really, I, really I, bad about it. Yeah, I've apologized and I've owned that mistake three years ago. Even if I, you know, and if I have to redo it again, it's fine. I've seen victims get cancelled on Twitter f- for not going to the police earlier. And yeah, that, like that, that. I mean, that drives me crazy. The that, thread mm. of the Rory Gulak stuff That's was brutal. a that was shocking, brutal. shocking example. It was a yeah. horrible read. I, I think Scorpio Sky he. He sent out a tweet um, after the Tessa thing that when he's gone through the kind of stuff, you know, the hate that opened his eyes, and he tweeted, you know, quoting Martin Luther King, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So obviously, you know, Tessa's probably not a bad person now. So you guys did a podcast rap- with her, did you not? No, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't met Tessa. Rap- Wrap, wrap your arms around her and, and learn. You've got to learn from it. Everyone can grow and become better and, you know, yeah, the, the pylon thing, I think, well, is crazy. Well, like, the pylon thing's tough and, like, I'll pull down a little bit of fourth wall for you. When we had her out for the girl show, um, sp- spoken to friends uh, in women's wrestling who shall remain nameless and said, watch out, she's a train wreck and she's a diva and runs her mouth and can be an absolute handful when we're sitting there pulling our hair out going, this is going to be a giant pain in our backside because we've had to deal with that kind of stuff. And in the time she was here, she went out of her way to meet everybody, shake everybody's hand, ask how she could help. Um, did, like went above and beyond what I'd expect from a local talent, let alone an international talent and was absolutely lovely. I refereed, came up and thanked me and asked for feedback. I'm like, you know who the fuck you are? Because I know who the fuck you are. <laughs> um, like, was incredibly genuine. But that's, again, like a couple of years more mature than, than when all this stuff uh, supposedly took place. 
So the the pylon culture, well, especially without fact checking, yeah, and, and kind of just finding out who's this person now. Like you said, like we all fucked up when we were younger. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Uh, well said, boys. Well said. Uh, Buddy Murphy joining Seth Rollins. This is an interesting one. Good to see him have something to do, like something yes. he can sink his teeth into. And I think um, Seth probably needs a number two in that stable, just because the Authors of Pain will be the the brute force, and they don't speak great English. And at least they've got Buddy now who can cut a promo and and support Seth. And it'll be interesting to see the dynamic. Yeah, very looking forward to him. He's going to be in main event storyline, so that's uh, it's good for us. He'll be on TV fans. every single week, yes. and now he's he's, in the, he's announced for the Rumble. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him. And Raw was good this week. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I've heard a rumor that you might be unhappy with AEW. I no, not as a whole. Um, I just I, f- I find it funny that um, you hate AEW. You are an uh, AEW man. <laughs> no, I don't. That's Welshy. Um, no, the the stuff they're trying to get away from with the WWE style, and you know the. Brandy Rhodes is basically AEW's version of Stephanie McMahon on TV the last couple of weeks. Which Without I, the good promos. Well, I think is I well, I don't know what that was when she was on the commentary team. That was <laughs> that was crazy. Um, yeah, I just I, I find it really ironic that they uh, wanted to get away from that kind of stuff and they've gone straight, gone straight into it. Mm. Look, my my only like I, I like AEW as a whole. Um, but they do put all their women out in one segment. Yes. Too often. Where one match, they've got two competitors, two more at ringside, then three more interfering, and that's all the women do for the whole show. Um, and then they ran the same storyline three times in one night the other night as well. <laughs> Having someone trying to decide whether or not to join a new faction happened three times on the one show. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I did enjoy uh, DDP. Yeah. Giving the diamond cutter to the butcher and the blade. That he's was, got a match that, this week. That was he? fun. Yes, he's in a tag match. Well, Lyle, you usually give uh, your review of uh, review AW. of the show because obviously because this goes to air yeah. after AW's already. Yeah, aired, and, so and Lyle's got good contacts. So it was actually a very uh, it was a good show this week. Yeah, Tony, yeah, come not as much Stephanie McMahon. I mean Brandy <laughs> Rhodes. Um, what happened with DDP? DDP. He's in your tag match this week, uh, Tony. At 63, 64 years old. So. Go out yeah, and get his yoga look DVDs. A day over sixty-one. Yeah, go and go, 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 go out and get his yoga DVDs. So obviously they're working. He looks better but, um, than Jack. Oh, you're gonna. That's three times now. Tony. I tell he you doesn't what, know what he's getting himself. If into. I listen to this show tomorrow when it comes out, and you've edited it every three times, we're, we'll bring it up again anyway. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I want you to cut them up so that I can Sunday. put them on social media. There we go. We're gonna get to the out. ballpark on Sunday. He's gonna be hanging from a light tail by his feet. <laughs> But yeah, so in in that interesting in the DDT uh, DDP tag match, it ends in a no contest because um, DDP's got a stalker. No, yes, yeah, there's a stalker. Who is it? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say his name's Mark. You do. They're run. Obviously, it's trademarked. They're calling him the Under Stalker. Um, you know because. Because what's old is new again, and that was a great storyline from... And and DDP's definitely old. And DDP, you know, he does look like the Crypt Keeper. Um, He looks like... Remember that game Nightmare? (laughs) (laughs) I am the Gatekeeper. (laughs) If he comes out for a spoken word this year, and we've got to get him... He calls you maggots. (laughs) 
I am the gatekeeper. That's it. What shows are on this week, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, January the 18th. That's this Saturday. Uh, PCW Summer Series in Ferntree Gully sees Mark Cage take on Sid Parker for the first time ever. That's amazing. Uh, NAW Pure is on at Glenroy with Gore taking on Richie Taylor. That'll be a great match. Uh, AEW and what? PW... Yeah, do you want to try that one again? AWA, sorry. There we go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> AWA and PWL present The Purge, New Dawn at the Zoo... <laughs> Excuse me. The uh, smoke in here is just... <laughs> Uh, AWA and Pro Wrestling League present the Purge New Dawn at the Zoo in Fortitude Valley, Queensland. Their first show officially as a joint promotion. The Purge is their version of the Royal Rumble. And a fantastic lineup too, including a Rumble as well. As you mentioned, New Horizons Pro Wrestling are doing a bushfire fundraiser, Old School Reload 2020 at Vision Studios in Perth with uh, Aaron O'Malley taking on Melbourne's Dowie James. Now on Sunday, January the 19th, Wrestling for Relief in Melbourne. We mentioned it before. Melbourne Aces uh, game first between 1 and 4, and then uh, followed by an MCW show with uh, guest appearances from uh, wrestlers right around the country. Tickets from as low as $12, melbourneaces.com.au for your tickets. Future Wrestling presents Femme Fatale's Five Dock in New South Wales is where they'll be, and New Zealand's Candy Lee joining Australia's best in a stacked lineup. If you're promoting a show, please get in touch with us and we'll get you on and uh, talk about it. And if you'd like, got an idea for a podcast, if you'd like to be involved, we can help you there too uh, at mypodcasthouse.com or right here on the turnbuckle. Get us through the socials and we promise to get back. Tune in next week, folks, because fresh from his weekend, or two nights anyway, at uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Robbie Eagles. He was only one night at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but he was, he was there he was two, at New, he? New Year's Dash as well. It was his debut, and we're going to get to talk to Robbie all about that, and that is going to be a good chat next week. Well, it'll be good for us, probably not as good for him. Oh, no, he'll enjoy it. He's a good friend of the show. Yeah, I'll tell him about my date. Joel, thank you for... <laughs> I'm sure he'll be intrigued. Uh, Joel, thank you for coming in, mate. Really do appreciate it. See you on Sunday. Not a problem. Uh, thanks so much. I'm not sure if you'll see Lyle on Sunday. Well, if you're there for the baseball, you might. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, yep. she's seeing you in, Sunday. in a tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> We might see Tony get murdered I'm by so Jack. I'm so excited for we all the even... roses that people are going to bring for you, Lyle. We're getting a chance to hand out some uh, on the turnbuckle stickers, maybe. Uh, yeah, we they can, are uh, nice stickers, yeah, by the way. Yeah, They've got them here in the studio. They look absolutely lovely. Come and see us. We'll uh, give you an on, on the turnbuckle sticker at the uh, baseball on Sunday. Welsh? Yeah, well, I will, because Lyle will be on a no, date right, and you'll be, be date. working. Exactly. I'll take uh, a couple with me. Get tied to the back of his car. Show one, done and dusted. Catch you next time. Till then.